God told me, it's time for you to be ready when the rapture happens. And then what did he do in the dream after he said that? And I, I was like, okay. And then what he saw next, it's gonna blow your mind, guys. You know adults that like dreams of the rapture? Yeah. There was trumpets. Like other people say, trumpets in Halloween, where there's gonna put stuff on the ground and it's gonna spell Jesus is coming. But the people that don't know him, him he, they're just gonna trick or treat. So after that, when they trick or treat, the people are gonna be like, what is happening? Why is there a sound like it was like, Doo -doo -doo -doo. So in your dream, you saw that people were trick or treating? Yeah. And someone in the ground wrote that Jesus is coming? Yeah. And they didn't believe it? They continued trick or treating? Yeah. The other people that didn't know God, they started, con they were like, eh, God is not real. And then they just went back to trick or treating. And after that trick or treat, they were like, with that trick or treat, the people were like, God is not real, man. Just stop. And then the Christian people was like, oh no, we have to get ready. And then you heard what? The trumpet? Yeah, and they were like, da -dun, da -dun. How did the trumpets look like? They looked like twist, twisting. Okay. And then there was a massive tornado and um, a tsunami coming. So then there was like a silent that was like, Rrr. And at that same time, God was like, da -dun, da -dun. so then, like stuff started happening. There's white, like things coming down the earth, and it looked just like the people on Earth. And after that, they they had a glitter, and then it went like this to their body, and then they disappeared. And then, so like this white balls, were they balls? Were they light? Was it a fairy? What was it? It was like people that looked just like you, Dad. Just like you, but they were bright and shiny. So those people that were bright and shiny that looked like me, they came down from heaven? No, they went up to heaven. Oh, they went up to heaven. Okay. And the bad But thing, you said that something sprinkled on them or something? Yeah. What There's, do you mean? Like something went like this to their face and to the body. Then they disappeared. Okay. Only to the Christian people. So I dreamt I was in the month of October. I saw the month of October as a calendar and was waving like, like it was being blown by, a, by a, a strong wind. Not a fitful wind, not violent, just kind of a fitful wind, you know. And I saw a finger appear and it pointed to the second week of October. So on September 18, before I slept, I heard God spoke to me on October 10, there will be a big disaster. And it dragged the finger through the third week of the month. So it covered second and third week of October. And then it pointed October 31st and it held the position. It just kind of tapped it and held it. The first thing I saw was a rock. It came flying out of the sky and it landed in a large pond. And the ripples started off small, but then they became like vicious waves. Um, like, like when a wind begins to blow stronger and the ripples start to go further out. And in, in this dream, 
what did he, what did the, the, the sister uh, MJ put in in her email? Uh, the the tabloid newspaper on on uh, a table, God's fist slamming down, asteroid in his hands, and he throws it. Um, well, the Lord showed me the exact sequence. In her email, she said she couldn't make heads or tails of what the tabloid headlines said. However, when the Lord showed me, he showed me the table. It was a mahogany wooden table. The, the newspaper was face up. It was a New York Times newspaper. I don't remember any writing on it. However, I remember a picture, you know, like a, like a headline picture of a, a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin. And then God's fist came slamming down onto that newspaper. It cut straight from there to, to me looking at this sister in space. I was looking at um, the sister, the sister uh, a back. I was looking at the back of it um, while she was in space, looking towards this bright, glorious presence of God in a far off distance. You, you, and we, I just knew that it was God and I knew for a fact that he, even though he was like trillions of miles away he still looked like he was in your face and he had hold of the mountain like like the sister said and it was on fire and he threw it and he threw it with some force when the tide goes out you can play on the beach you can walk freely on the shore when the tide comes in you retreat back inland when the storm rages you stay at home. I am sending a rock. It will land in the waters off your eastern coast, O America. The tide will suck the water far out past your view. But it will be too late to flee your shoreline, as the tide, when it comes back, will be a mountain of water. Get off, get off both coasts now, my children. I'll repeat that. Get off both coasts. I'm talking about America now, my children. Pray for discernment. For those that are right with me will be saved. They will not die the eternal death. But so many of you will be lost that day and the days that follow. The incredulous will be caught unawares and perish in their sins in the millions O oh, you perverse generation, how long must I suffer your rotten souls? Be ready, move now, save your lives and families, for the sorrows are on the horizon. And that's the end of the message. That's a very powerful message, that one. Um... America! <laughs> Listen to me! I see all your sin. But I also see my son hanging on a cross, naked and beating, shedding his blood to pay for your sins. There is no price acceptable other than his blood. I have given you much time to repent and to turn from your wicked ways, saith the Lord. I have given you much time to stop your evil ways and repent and come unto me. 
Hear me, saith the Lord of hosts, if my hand shall not swoop across the United States of America in judgment, and I will begin to destroy the things that are evil, the cities wherein evil abounds, I'm going to send my judgment like has never been seen in all the earth, and it's coming, and it's soon and very soon, saith the Lord. You have now but moments. You have but moments. To get your heart right before God. Otherwise you will be cast into outer darkness. Where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth forever. Because you have refused me. You've refused my son. And you have refused the shed blood of Jesus on the cross. Today. Today I have warned you. You haven't much time. <laughs> you haven't much time, America. I'm going to make an example out of you to the rest of the world. And by doing so, other nations will see what I've done to you and will repent. But all oh, the price you're going to pay, America, because you didn't. Hear me, saith the Lord. America... I'm going to make an example. <laughs> I'm going to make an example out of you, America. Because your sins are increasing, not decreasing. Your love is getting colder for me and not hotter. You're wallowing in the lust of your own flesh. Therefore, saith God, I will destroy your flesh. And not many days hence. Get ready. Get ready. To meet your maker. And when you stand before me. Then tell me. Tell me to my face. Why you didn't turn. Why you kept on sinning. Until I slew you. But I tell you now, saith the Lord, it will be too late in that day to repent then. It will be too late to tell me then how sorry you should have been. But I say unto you, come now, saith the Lord, come now. While the door is still open, for soon, like the days of Noah, Soon, like the days of Lot. Soon, saith the Lord, <laughs> I will close the door of mercy. I will close the door of mercy. And I will call you to stand before me. And it'll be you and me. And you will have no defense. For Jesus, my son, my only son, will be silent when you stand before me in judgment, saith the Lord. Trump is doing what I have called him to do. He is bringing judgment on America. 
Trump will make agreements with the Canaanites and give away land for peace. I will split his land and allow her enemies to come in. So it shows there, even in 2017, that Donald Trump will make peace and give away part of the land. Um, and afterwards it will cause America to be split. And there's a lot of prophecies out there now saying that America will be split. And how well it's going to be the asteroid, that um, prophecy that was given to Efren Rodriguez. The asteroid will come down, hit the water on the east coast of America near Puerto Rico area. And that will hit a fault line underwater. And that will cause a massive wave to come, as it says in the, this warning, a water warning. And it says here, yeah, repeat part of it, I'm sending a rock and it will land in the waters of your eastern coast of America. The tide will suck the water far out past your view and it will be too late to flee your shoreline as the tide, when it comes back, will be a mountain of water. So, um, and this water will sweep over um, the east coast of America. Also, all the, because of the fault lines being hit, Earthquakes will happen and it will split America down the middle and also cause volcanoes to erupt and also the west coast of America will fall in the ocean. This is all one impact from this asteroid that's going to be launched uh, towards the earth and hit into the water. I could see um, thunder which is 20 times more loud than the used one. And I could see rain that lasted for weeks. And I could also, um, after the rain, there was earthquake. How about flood? There was flood before the earthquake. Okay. And then there was tsunami. Tsunamis. Okay. Yes. Uh, Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord behold all the earth and give strength to those who will with a perfect heart trust in him. Wherefore thou hast done foolishly, and for this cause, from this time, wars shall arise against thee. And this is how it starts. The Persians, Iran, are coming to your shores, to your gates, to your doors, O America, seeking your demise. They have consorted with the brown bear and the red dragon. If you don't know what that is, it's Russia, brown bear, and red dragon, and China. To topple your towers and burst asunder your citadels. Their anger is enkindled against you, and they have also schemed with traitors within your own government to destroy your once great nation. I am will allow this to proceed. Many of their own people have accepted the Son of God, Christ Jesus, as their Saviour, and now they must divert attention away from this movement of the Holy Spirit, forcing their own to go to war against what they call the great Satan. They will also use this pretext to try to destroy the apple of my eye, Jerusalem and Israel, what they call the little Satan. In reality, they are pawns of the snake king. He is using them for his own designs, Persia has struggled with the West, Greece, Rome, Venice, London, Paris, America for millennia. 
many balances of power are now shifting and ancient wrongs perpetrated by the West will now be readdressed. Justice has waited a long time. A build-up fury will now be unleashed, principally on the people of America, but two other nations, England and France, will also suffer at the hands of Persia. The people of the Crescent are moving collectively, they think, to take over the world. The brown bear and the red dragon are both using the people of the Crescent for their own diabolical plans. But the Eternal Father Almighty God is the winner in the end time game and his will must prevail. The people of the Crescent will in turn will be defeated as their evil intentions. The annihilation of Christianity will not stand. God the Almighty One will however use them to punish the sins of America and parts of Western Europe whose pride has devoured the entire world sucking the resources independence and freedom of smaller and weaker nations for far too long the balance is shifting forever America the word of the Lord comes to America America you have been weighed in the balance and you have been found wanting I have been long suffering with you America and yet you throw your sins in my face and laugh at me and deny me and reject me. So have I rejected you. Your days are numbered, America, and there will be none, no, not one, that will come and help you because I, the God of the universe, have determined that you shall receive all that you have given unto mankind. I am going to send my judgment, which has already started. I'm sending more judgment and more judgment on America as the city of Gibeah. I shall send an ambush against your country. You will be in a war before long and this war you will not be victorious saith the Lord <laughs> for my hand is against you America and you will fall into utter destruction and the world will be shaken by what they see come upon you because you have laughed in my face one time too many. You have made sin a joke. You have put your pollution into what I intended to be the church. The church is sleeping. The church has compromised. The church has allowed sin to rule inside its walls. That's why I, God of the universe, have closed down your buildings 
that you call the church. And I'm telling my remnant, come out, come out, come out of those buildings, saith the Lord of hosts. They are a stench in my nostrils. They go after their bulletins and their programs and their agendas, but not mine, saith the Lord. They won't let me have the liberty inside the buildings to do and say my will. Therefore, I am the one who brought them to close, and I will keep them closed, that my remnant may shine like never before, that the world may see the true church in my people, saith the Lord of hosts. Those of you, they'll know who you are. You've been faithful. You've been humble before me. You have bent the knee. You have bowed. You have worshipped me. You have called upon me. You have read my word. You have studied my word. You have believed my word. For in not many days hence, as I told the disciples of long ago, I will will pour into you uh, uh, a more portion of my spirit, uh, saith the Lord. I will fill your cups to overflowing uh, so that you uh, will be able to go out into the highways and hedges of life uh, and show people who I am. I am the great I am of Moses. I am the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am your father. I am your father, and I have much in store for you. Hold fast to that which is good, which is me, which is Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and he is soon to come and call you from this world. But until that hour, tarry, tarry, tarry and work while it is day, for soon the night cometh. And my people will work no more. They will enter into their rest, saith the Lord of hosts. They will enter into their rest that I have prepared for them. Prepare ye today. Today is the day of salvation. Reject me no more, or you will be forever, forever, Lost, saith the Lord. This message has already been given to the main leaders of all nations. There are preparations underway to remove them from the areas to be affected. But the Lord will let his people know. If a worldwide alert is issued now, there will be massive panic and chaos on earth. That is not what we want. Let's do things as dictated by the word. We will seek God's counsel at each moment. We will seek his counsel as to what we should do. We have thus informed the whole island of Puerto Rico. We have informed all the proper security agencies for over a year, non-stop. We have been ordered by Jehovah to also take this message to the people so that nobody has any excuses, thus said Jehovah, and nobody will have any excuses about what approaches. It is final and firm. Nothing, nothing will change this. It is irrevocable, as Joseph told Pharaoh, meaning that God will bring it to pass.
It will be an act of judgment prior to the events foretold in the book of Revelation, prior to the rapture, to break down the church worldwide and prepare it to see the Lord Jesus Christ. The rock that you see on screen will be entering Puerto Rican skies in the early hours of the morning at 2 a.m. This will be the beginning of the judgment of God upon the earth. I am giving specific times for this judgment. I want you to know that this is serious and will come to pass. I told NASA, this rock that you see there will be entering Earth through Puerto Rico, not anywhere else. That's why they came to Puerto Rico, so they can monitor this event through the biggest radar in the world. I told them it would be entering the skies above Arecibo and will exit through Mayagüez and will finally make impact between Mayagüez and the island of Mona to the west of Puerto Rico. You are unaware of the preparations done right now through the Army and other agencies of the nation, confirming what the Lord said would happen. There is no way to escape from this wrath of God here in Puerto Rico or in the United States. When this asteroid makes impact, it will generate a nuclear explosion. Jehovah has revealed to many people that there will be experts in radioactive bodysuits dealing with this after the event, similar to what happened in Japan with the thermonuclear facility. God has also revealed to people in Puerto Rico that after the event, unusual activity will be seen. When the scientists saw this message, they called me to inquire for further information about the nuclear explosion and other details. I simply told them, that will be the trajectory of the asteroid. God will not make any changes because he is the one who controls space and everything else. I told them also to keep vigilant because according to a scientist, a nuclear explosion will be originated at a depth of 400 feet below the sea level on the trench underwater in that area. They checked their maps and told me that the underwater depth of the area of impact is 400 feet. I said, thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, thank you, Lord. They were stunned because they saw that I was joyful. I told them that I was, because if this asteroid were to hit in the area north or south of Puerto Rico, where the seafloor is much deeper, none of us would live to tell it. This is a partial judgment, not a total one. The islands will not sink to answer the question of one of the scientists. I told them, there would be a 12-point earthquake. A 12-point earthquake will be something never before seen, no matter what the scale you use. It will be supernatural. The African prophet, David O'War, also said that he saw something coming from heaven. He saw a great cloud that rose up from the sea into space. He was referring to the nuclear explosion generated by the impact. 
the asteroid's dimensions are big. Right now, there is an asteroid en route to Earth, which is making all the scientists really, really nervous. They are currently preparing astronauts, weapon systems, just like in the movies. That is why they halted the space program, in order to concentrate on these preparations. This happened after they received a message, not that long ago. I told the scientists, you will not understand what 12 points mean, but the Church of Christ listening to this presentation will understand. I hope the presence of the Holy Spirit is with you as I speak to you, so that you get confirmation from the Lord and you are able to tell your family. Give them the message in writing, not verbally. There are too many details concerning this message, and they have to be read in writing. The Lord has decreed this judgment, and the message has all the details pertaining to His judgment. The scientists gave me some information that put me in a state of alarm. They told me about the shockwave generated by such an impact. You will see what they are talking about on the footage of what happened in Russia. You will see how a much minor shockwave affected a whole area in Russia. The scientists told me this asteroid impact shockwave will travel at 300 miles per hour which is very, very serious, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, a shockwave traveling at 300 miles an hour is two hurricanes mixed together. This has never before been seen on Earth. According to the Lord, when this earthquake starts, it will shake the United States too. The Lord says that He would wake the United States at the time of impact, at that time of mourning, simultaneously with Puerto Rico. Why? The United States has a record to settle with Jehovah. They have currently changed the laws that dictated morality for immoral laws. I will only say that the time remaining for Him is short. The Lord of Heaven will do justice, not man. The Lord of Heaven will do justice. Believe me, no matter where they hide, they will not escape the wrath of God either. The Church contributes to this by helping them, by accepting human laws instead of the laws of the Word, and thus pollute the temples and churches, marrying men with men and women with women, the church is part of this already. Very, very few churches step up and say, No, the Bible does not say so. What has been written has to be fulfilled and nobody will stop it. These are the events for this judgment. I want you to know that the government of the United States already has estimates. We will have a nuclear explosion never before seen in that area. We will get a 12-point earthquake after impact. Scientists confirm this for our area. Puerto Rico will be the epicenter of this judgment. I will let the church know what those 12 points mean. 
The following is the reason why, as I told the scientists, that the islands won't sink because of the earthquake or impact. This is a judgment prior to the events in Revelation, to shape up the church around the world, to be able to take the gospel of Christ to all the countries that nowadays do not allow the gospel to enter their land. They will be in awe of this situation because Jehovah made this message travel the whole world first. That is what he told me on that morning, my servant, send this message to the whole world with every detail beforehand so that they know that it was I who executed this judgment. The asteroid will produce a thousand foot wave at the point of impact. According to the scientists we spoke to, this wave will be traveling at approximately 400 miles per hour. At 400 miles per hour, many areas of Puerto Rico will be covered by the sea, as you will see in the next map. In addition, the land of Puerto Rico will be swaying like a drunkard. The whole continent will be trembling like never before. The wave that you will see will travel towards the United States. The Dominican Republic will be the second country to be hit. Members of the government informed me that they have an estimate of human casualties due to this event. They opened up to me because I gave them information that no one else has. They clearly told me that they have an estimate of 2.5 million losses of life just for Puerto Rico. There was hope that the church would receive this message and heed its warning, as the sinful city of Nineveh did when the prophet Jonah warned them. We brought the message and in most places they mocked it. The government is preparing for this, yet the church says that God cannot do such a thing. It is contradictory, but I tell you that what the non-believers are preparing for is what will come to pass. There is not much time left. The government, through someone whose identity we cannot reveal, showed us a log with the amount of estimated deaths for each municipality. Really high numbers. As I told you before, the government's total estimate is of 2.5 million deaths in Puerto Rico. The plastic coffins for the bodies have arrived in the United States and in Puerto Rico. The rock will be in the hands of Jehovah that night. Jehovah will toss it upon the earth and it will fall on the sea. That difference is what has scientists in fear. Right now there are thousands, thousands of asteroids around and close to the earth. But prior to the rapture, only one event will befall the earth that God has to do something different in order for God to prepare his church. The world will be in awe and terror at what God will do. Right now they are perplexed because the situation is clear, specific, and there is no change in the route that they are seeing towards the earth. Scientists have indicated that this impact will stop the rotation of the earth for three days. These are real, not fictional scientists. The fact that the Earth's rotation will stop for three days is a terrible thing for us. That's why I indicated that the 12 points mean that Jehovah, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit will be on Earth that night, touching the ground in Puerto Rico at the time of this execution. 
the presence of the God of heaven, the God of the universe, will be upon the earth. He will not be on his throne at the time of this execution. He will be touching the ground in Puerto Rico. Jehovah's army is ready to descend. There are already hordes of heaven on earth marking the flocks that will be set apart before this judgment. The believers to whom I am speaking should understand me. This is serious. Thus says Jehovah, these are not fairy tales. I am speaking seriously. I could be home right now with my children and grandchildren, but the Lord showed me this and my duty is to present it and take it to the world. I fled from this message until three years ago when I started delivering it. Not for 120 years like Noah, It seems people have forgotten about that. We have delivered this message for three years, and many have not taken it seriously. They have mocked it and forgotten. They are tired of it after three years. Remember that when Noah finished the ark, the Lord told him, In seven days this will be over. Fill the ark with food and enter into it with the animals and your family. The Lord gave Noah a date, in seven days. Here the minutes are also running out. For 41 years the Holy Spirit had been revealing to me that a great woe was coming, since I knew the church would go astray. In the past, every time Israel went astray, the Lord would discipline them. He would send them death and pestilence. This today is the final church, the church of the end times, the generation that will see the Lord Christ. That is why the Lord warns them with full details. When the scientists told me about the three days during which the rotation of the earth would stop, they alarmed me even more. I'll tell you why. Because of the corpses left behind in Puerto Rico and in this area of the Caribbean, whether on earth or in the water. The United States will be hit after 5 a.m. The wave will hit the area of Miami first. The United States is not playing around. There are serious evacuation procedures and preparations for the whole East Coast. Jehovah will sweep the area clean. The places where most festivals and parades displaying and celebrating immorality occur are located in the coastlines. God will sweep them. The United States is preparing boxes for millions upon millions of corpses. They have burners to dispose of the bodies after the event. They also have mobile homes for people left homeless. They are storing enormous amounts of food and emergency supplies in the middle of the nation for a minimum of 15 months of need after the event. The rest of the world is also preparing. All the islands around Puerto Rico will also be hit. Witchcraft runs amok in these islands. There is human sacrifice going on in all our islands. They are sacrificing human lives to the enemy. Men and women who at one point knew the Lord God and then went astray. Warlocks, witches, satanic priests. In Puerto Rico, there is a whole area in the western part of the island where this kind of sacrifices are carried out continually everywhere in the mountains. 
and nobody can do anything about it because they are people with high ranks and positions in the government, politicians. Please bring back the picture of Puerto Rico. Please do not switch it to the next one until I ask you to. Please bring back the map with the water showing. I need to go into further detail. It is important that you understand the whole island of Puerto Rico has become polluted, as I'm sure is also the case with this island. The warlocks and witches are the owners of most places. The churches are surrounded by them and by satanic priests who curse the church every day. They come into our churches. We went to a church in San Juan where a witch tried to come in while I was saying the corresponding prayer that we always pray. She came in and could not resist the presence of Jehovah and had to exit. She would try again and would have to leave. She could not stay. There was presence of Jehovah there. That is how they infiltrate our temples. Since in many churches no longer have the princes of the Lord, these people infiltrate the churches carrying Bibles under their arms, and they curse us. Even at my church in Kamui, one of them has constantly come in, and no one confronts him because they have tossed the presence of the Holy Spirit aside. The church will depart at a given moment, but God will give her peace in order to be able to rescue the millions of souls that need to be saved within this trial. It is important that you know this. This map of Puerto Rico shows how the sea will come inland that night. I challenge anyone who has the presence of Jehovah in them to testify otherwise. We here are governed by the Holy Spirit. We do what the Holy Spirit tells us. When there's danger, He warns us, do not go through there. Sometimes He tells us, do not leave the room or do not leave the house. He is the one who knows where danger is, and He defends us from the traps and evil of the enemy. FEMA already has the map in Puerto Rico. From the United Nations, they estimate millions of deaths. There is an estimate of 40 million deaths in the area, including Puerto Rico, Santo Domingo, the U.S., and all the areas of the Caribbean. The preparations being made are on a scale only seen before in movies. Those movies are a vivid example of what will come to pass in our time, not another time. To those who are within the church and say this is not so because they lack the presence of the Holy Spirit, I tell them that I guarantee you, you will see this, unless and may the Holy Spirit bring you out of your error so you can prepare. You do not know this, but the preparations being done by the U.S. right now are gigantic. The Army aircraft are being moved to a place in the Pacific. God will allow them to know the time. God keeps allowing the representatives of science to know. God has not violated this. The difference is that God himself will let his people know. He will let the church who's ready and alert on that night know. The people who serve the Lord with a true heart. God will perform miracles for those who cannot move from where they are. You have to claim his protection as explained in the written message. When God speaks in this manner, it is not, as some say, to instill fear. On the contrary, it is to let us know so we can prepare before the event happens. You need to understand that the love of the Lord is so great that He warns us beforehand. Japan was not warned, as I said before. 
Indonesia was not warned either. Many children died. Many will also die in our land. Children, the elderly, people, animals. Brothers and sisters, we think that what happened in Japan, in Indonesia, and, and other places could never happen here because we are God's pretty spoiled children. We are wrong. They are coming to settle accounts because of the abundance we were given. As you can see in the map, the sea will reach areas in the mountains where things happen that do not please God. There is an overabundance of evil on those places that are shaded especially on the plains like Sodom and Gomorrah, where people do things that they consciously know are against the word. The word of the Lord has been taken to every corner of Puerto Rico. It is the country that knows Christ the most in all areas, and it is full of backsliders and apostates of the faith. Now they say that Christ is not coming and many other things. They tell their members, come, there's prosperity here. Abundance keeps overflowing. Few days remain for them. Very little time left. Three days of darkness are coming, according to the scientists. Three days of darkness for Puerto Rico, the United States, and the Caribbean. Total darkness for the whole continent for three days. This is not good news. This means that for three days, bodies will not be able to be disposed of by using the body bags or black boxes. This means bodies will start decomposing in Puerto Rico, Santo Domingo, the U.S., and everywhere else affected by this. If the estimate of deaths for Puerto Rico is over two million, ask yourselves what will the number be here. Ask this question before our Lord. Many people who have spoken to me have been given revelations by the Lord of an infinite amount of corpses. Start asking for forgiveness from your family members. Start making peace with as many as you can. Start rescuing souls by giving them the message in written form. Whether you or they believe or not, all should read it. God knows your heart. There are already pits dug that have been dug up for the corpses in Puerto Rico. Something never before seen, just like what we saw done in Haiti for corpses of men, women, children to be thrown in together like animals. I saw that with my own eyes. I said, Lord, so many people, people with souls, where is the soul of all those people now? Did they go with you? Those 500,000 souls approximately who died within a, within a minute. They were taken by surprise. We, however, will not be taken by surprise. We have the glorious Christ whom we accept. We always emphasize that only Christ can help us, only Him. I accept Him as my only and exclusive Savior. Always confess this. Outside of Him, no one will help you, only Him. We must always ask the Father in Jesus' name so that He grants our requests. Jesus is the one interceding for us right now. He did not intercede for the Japanese, and they were taken by surprise. They were possibly Christians over there, and we trust God did them justice. But over there, there is abundance of idolatry. They pray and ask of Buddha, who cannot respond. He is mute. Our God, however, does respond. That is why he tells us beforehand of his plans. 
he lets us know ahead of time what he intends to do on this earth. Most of them have tossed aside this message from Jehovah, saying that Jehovah would not and will not do this, and that they will not spread the message or divulge it, because they do not want to instill fear in the people. They are disobeying the order that God gave to Jonah to warn the city of Nineveh of upcoming judgment. The members of Nineveh spread the word and warned each other. The church, however, having the Holy Spirit, do not warn each other. Unbelievable. Having the presence of Jehovah, they are afraid. What do you think will happen? They disobey the mandate of Ezekiel 33, where it says that the watchman sees danger and is required to sound the alarm. In Ezekiel chapter 34, those same shepherds face execution. In the same manner, Jehovah comes to demand from the pastors, What did you do with my church? Where are the ones who have gone astray? And why did you not go after them, looking for them? Where are the ones who were wounded? Why did you not send healing words, guidance? That's the state of the church in Puerto Rico, full of people who have gone astray with no one to go after them. That is why Jehovah comes in person. I have spoken serious words. If I were speaking a false word and saying, Thus said Jehovah, that would mean death for me spiritually. I'm still alive. My life would be in danger of hellfire if I spoke words that Jehovah did not say, while saying, Thus said the Lord. I have no desire to go down there nor plans to do so. That is why I am obeying the Lord by delivering this message to this nation and to Puerto Rico, as we have been doing for almost three years. The church who claims is the church of Jesus Christ in Puerto Rico will never be seen again. The Lord will bring in a new church from a small remnant that will remain alive from the current church. The authorities say that more than two and a half million people will die out of the approximate 3.8 million inhabitants in Puerto Rico even though they will deny it and will not publish those figures as we are doing right now. As the moment approaches, they have started speaking out, alerting the people, little by little. However, the Lord has sent a spirit of error even to the believers, so that they keep thinking God will not do this. The Lord will execute them for the reasons mentioned above. They abandoned the true path, fell into apostasy, abandoned the faith, the Lord keeps sending them a lying spirit so that they think there's still presence of the Lord in the churches. But God is nowhere near those places. They will be deceived, as were Ahab's prophets, as exposed by Micaiah. The king's prophets said one thing, but Micaiah said something else. I will speak as Micaiah. A great woe approaches the earth, and it will be the triple event that Jehovah will bring to pass that night. Hi, and thank you for having watched up to this point. The world at large is focused on the things of this world, not seeing what our Heavenly Father is showing us through great and small, who are receiving the same message from Him. I am seeing videos of Christians with their own YouTube channels who are preparing to celebrate Halloween and condoning God's people taking part in activities that are giving honor to Satan. Over the past two years, I have come to realize that there is a very specific passage in God's Word that points to this time that we find ourselves in right now, when the world at large give themselves over to have pleasure in unrighteousness. The Bible tells us the following, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? 
And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. So many people would rather fight for their right to celebrate Satan's holiday than to pay attention to what our Heavenly Father wants us to do. Because they have accepted Jesus as their Savior and believe that even when they celebrate Satan's holiday, that it would have no effect on their situation before the Lord. Our Heavenly Father looks at the desire and the conditions of our hearts. And if our hearts are for the world and not for Him, then those who desire the world will be given their desire when the rapture happens. The rapture does not separate between believers and unbelievers only, but it also separates between those whose hearts are set on our Heavenly Father and who have an intimate relationship with Him, and those who have no fear for our Lord and Savior, and who use their salvation as a get-out-of-jail ticket that they will present to the Lord when the time comes. It is clear from the dreams, visions and prophecies that we saw in today's video that severe judgment is coming over the earth, and specifically the USA and that the information that is shared by the Lord through children, specifically, would seem to be pointing us to this judgment being executed on Halloween of 2020. In light of all these warnings, and also those that I've posted in previous videos, and comparing that with what is written in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, how do you think our Heavenly Father would look upon His children whose desire is to celebrate Satan's holiday, instead of doing what our Savior expects us to do in Luke 21? Watch ye therefore, and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. If Jesus returned for his children on Halloween, would those who take part in glorifying the enemy not be caught with their pants down, and be revealing the condition of their hearts toward our Heavenly Father? Would they not be seen as lukewarm in the eyes of the Lord, and a perfect application of the church of Laodicea in this world. In the one hand, they have their salvation, because they have believed that Jesus is the Son of God, and in the other hand, they have their love for celebrating a satanic holiday. Please consider what Jesus told the lukewarm church. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. Would these lukewarm believers not be those who say, Lord, Lord, open for us, but who will hear him say, I never knew you? In this case, it has nothing to do with works, but with the condition and desires of these believers' hearts. They have no fear or respect towards their Redeemer, and trampled on the precious blood of the Lamb without remorse or repentance. Please consider what we read in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, where Paul tells us about Jesus' return for those that belong to him, and the removal of the restrainer when the man of sin is revealed.
For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not in the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. When does the world at large have pleasure in unrighteousness? Does this not happen on a very specific day of every year? Is Jesus not showing us in this passage that he comes back for us when the world at large will have pleasure in unrighteousness, and where many who call themselves Christians will be counted with the unbelievers, because they chose pleasure in unrighteousness over the truth and instructions of God's word to us? Please, I beg you, do not celebrate Satan's holiday, but rather expect to be visited by the Creator of heaven and earth on that day, and prepare yourself to meet him. If you knew, three weeks in advance, that a famous dignitary would come to visit you at home, to bestow a great honor upon you and your family, what would you do? Would you not do everything in your power to prepare for the occasion, to make them feel welcome in your home, and to ensure that you are presentable on that day? Or would you rather have them arrive at your home when you've decided to go out and party with your friends? How would you expect to be treated if the second option was your choice? Is this not how we treat our Heavenly Father when we celebrate Satan's holiday? And with the prospects of what awaits those whose greatest desire is to be with our Lord and Savior in the mansions that He prepared for us, why would we even consider to take part in anything that would give any honor to the enemy? Think about this carefully as the time of God's judgment upon this world approaches. Time is fast running out, and as we see more and more countries entering a second lockdown, those who have been watching can also clearly see our blessed hope approaching. Please listen to this information from a person who devoted his life to Satan before he became a Christian and what he has to say about Halloween and those who celebrate it. Why would you taste something that is demonic and you want to slap the name of Jesus on it when Jesus ain't going to show up and bless your stuff? You know, I mean, for me, if, if I was a pastor and I'm going to do a, a celebration on October 31st, I would do a play to show how the evil and the dark side of what Halloween is and how is it that you need to come to the, to the cross of Jesus Christ for your salvation. I got married on Halloween. I had a demonic wedding Halloween. I, I mean, we talk about animal rituals. We talk about blood sacrifices. And Halloween, I had a demonic wedding because that is the devil's holiday. So the, one of the reasons Halloween is, it's, it is you making soul ties, you making legal, you letting the devil own legal rights in your life. You could, even as a Christian, you can say I'm a Christian and I love God, but you're cheating on Him on Halloween. When you dress up for Halloween, 
when you dress up for this demonic holiday, you can dress as an angel, you can dress as like a little mermaid, you can dress as you know Casper the Friendly Ghost. When you dress up, you're giving the devil legal rights to change your identity. Another demonic reason, Anton LaVeyne was a person, he was a he, he was the priest of the Church of Satan out in California. And, and he, he was a devil worshiper for many, many, many years. He had 8,000 people in his church when he started the I'm not going to call it church. His demonic building. And one of the quotes that he quoted, he said, I want to thank every Christian parent for allowing their children at least one time a year to celebrate my holiday. And this is coming from the devil's mouth. So another reason celebrating Halloween is such a... Uh, I would say, I would say it's such an eternal mistake. It's because you not only cursing yourself and you opening your doors to devils, whether you're, then that means not, the devil doesn't own you. If you marry and you're celebrating Halloween, the devil owns your marriage, he owns your children, he owns your house, he owns your finances. That means he owns real estate in your life because you have opened the door to the devil one time of the year. I don't see how Christians want to be part of darkness. I don't see, one of the, another reason, I, 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 it's like saying, I don't see Satanist people saying, hey, John, Good Friday's coming. Can I come to your church? Could I come celebrate Good Friday with you? Because, you know, I, that's the right thing to do. I, I, am, I think that I should go there and celebrate the, 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 the finished work of the cross, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I want to be part of that. I don't, hear them, I don't hear Satanists, you know, packing our churches on Good Friday. I don't see that. So why, well, why are we running and celebrating something that the Satanists are, are, are laughing at us? Another reason I see, I see, I don't know. I think that the, the whole key of, of Halloween is the demonic, the rituals, the celebration, uh, the, 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 the music. Every when you go to club house party, or even even sometimes we take Halloween and we take we bring it into our churches. We dress people up as Noah. We dress people up as Abraham. But it, 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 is that really God? Is, is is that really in the Bible? I mean, I understand you say we celebrate harvests. Yeah, well, hoppers are so. I don't need pumpkins in my house. Pumpkins ain't gonna get me to heaven. And me putting pumpkins in my door and candles in my door, it's like me putting food in my door, but I don't want stray dogs to come to my door. When you put pumpkins in your door and you put you put candles or you put candles or you put these kind of, you dress up your house in Halloween, you call yourself a Christian, really? The reality of it, you telling the devil, you got legal rights over my house because I dressed it up, I made a contract with you, and now you're more than welcome to come into my house. That means you grieve the Holy Spirit, you grieve the things of God, you grieve your walk with God, and everything that God has for you, every blessing that God has for you, every opportunity God has for you, you just cancel your assignment. But I'm going to tell you from the devil, ex-devil worship for 25 years. You know, a lot of these candies that you, you give your kids and you buy in the stores in Halloween, they are prayed for. These candies are prayed for over de demonic people have prayed over these candies. They know what they're doing. They pray over these costumes. They know what they're doing. I mean, I live in the city, Mahan, right? And they, and they rent this store, right? Every year, they rent the store. You know how much the rent in that store costs for the month of, 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 of October for them to sell costumes? $30,000 a month. How is it they got this kind of money to rent a store to sell costumes? These costumes are prayed for, they're demonic. And if you have opened the door to your children on this situation, on this demonic situation, circumstance, or celebration, or a holiday, what they call it holiday, I call it demonic. If you have opened your door and you today, you see that your kid has waver, your kids have left the things of the Lord, your thing is no, your kids are no longer functioning in the, in the Holy Spirit. You need to repent, you need to renounce, you need to cut the rope, you need to give the devil an eviction notice. 
and ask God, Lord, forgive me. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we destroy every work of darkness, Father God, every bad decision that we have made. Father God, shed light in the hearts of parents and, and churches, Lord, today, in the name of Jesus Christ. We break every stronghold. We break every demonic bondage of Halloween, Father God. We set the, we give the devil an eviction notice today in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, right now, in the Jesus Christ, every household that is under the, my voice today watching this video, it's not a coincidence. This is a divine appointment. To cancel the devil and say yes to Jesus Christ over this demonic holiday. Lord Jesus Christ, set your people free. Open their hearts to see the demonic side of who Halloween is. And this is the devil's holiday. And we don't celebrate the devil. We celebrate Jesus Christ until he calls us home. In Jesus' name. This is a clear message to anybody and everybody that is a cold Christian, a lukewarm Christian, a burning hot Christian. Even if it's not Christian or religious affiliation, believers in God, believers in Christ. And this is a warning. This is a warning to those who are not burning for our Lord. This is a warning. For all of those lost people out there in the darkness. Doing whatever they want. Whatever they feel like. Thinking it's okay. Thinking that God is not real. That all has been forgiven. You must turn from your sins. You must turn from everything that is not of God. Jesus Christ died for us on the cross so that we, so that you personally can be forgiven of your sins. He rose three days later as we will rise, rise to the Lord. He did all that for the forgiveness of sins. Salvation is three Four steps. Admit that you're a sinner. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he lived, he died, and raised, and was raised three days later for you. For you. Three, call upon the Lord. Humble yourself and call upon the Lord. And number four, Turn away from your sins. Turn away from wickedness. And earnestly strive to live a life of righteousness and just justice and love and compassion and joy. Earnestly seek God. This is for all of the sinners, all the sinful we are all sinners. We all do it. All of the wicked, those who transgress the word of God, those who deal in iniquity, all of it. Wickedness is sin being done over and over and over without repentance, without care. Your wickedness can still be forgiven. 
by turning away and following these four steps. It's the ABCs of salvation. When you do that, you are saved by turning away from evil, from these evil works. Everyone, the Lord is coming and it is soon. It is so soon. It is so soon. We have known this for a while. Was it Acts 2, 17 and 18? In the end, the Lord will pour forth his spirit upon all of his creation, upon all men, women, children, and they will dream dreams, have visions, and prophesy. Open your eyes. It's happening all around you. I love you guys so much. I love you so, so, so much. And Jesus loves you. God, the Father, loves you so much. And he wants all to return home. All we have to do is turn to him. Turn back to his love. He loves you. We will see you soon.